0: Greetings size scoopers. You've tuned in to your weekly booster. Your mission, should you choose to accept, is to scoop deep into your heart and reconnect. Welcome to Inside Scoop, a podcast that brings you practical servings. Of Swami's sweetest teachings. Guys, today's topic couldn't be more timely and I am thrilled to be discussing it with brother Mitran Balakrishnan who is the Slango State Education Coordinator and the former National Teen Youth Coordinator of Malaysia. Hi Anne! Hi Nira. Dear listeners, unlike our last two episodes, today's conversation is going to be a little bit more intense. I can see Mittu and Ane sweating a little bit already. Mhm. <laughs> so Ane, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say leaders?
1: Well, um, I think you think of the two extremes. Either the inspiring, the kind of leader that wants, you know, wants to that you feel like you want to make a difference after, you know, being affected by them. Or it's the other extreme where you think of those, you know, monsters, those scary ones that you just don't want to engage with. Huh.
0: And which category do you fall into?
1: Well, it's a tough one. <laughs> I would like to think of a better one. Uh, but uh, I can see it, you know, I can see why I'm sweating. As you say, you know, uh, for many years of teaching, as I see and your students come back, I guess karma has its way of coming back. <laughs> Look forward to this.
0: I'll go easy on you, Anay.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: Let me start by painting you a couple of scenarios, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, scenario A you go for bhajans, which conclude with the center spiritual coordinator sharing Swami's message on how we shouldn't talk ill of others in their absence and see Swami in everyone. Mm-hmm. At dinner after bhajans, the same person is seen spreading rumors, criticizing another office bearer in the center. Scenario B. Organizations in Prashanti want to bring all three limbs of the Sai organization, namely the Sri Sathya Sai Central Trust, the Sri Sathya Sai organization, and the SSIO under one umbrella for more unified governance. But they appear to be doing so in a manner that is causing greater division. So I'm going to jump right into the heart of the issue. Swami's goal is was for the organisation to spread the message of unity, love and service, right? Mm-hmm. But how do we set an example for the rest of the world and convince them of Swami's teachings when the organisation in itself is struggling to embody those values?
1: So, just to get started, I think you know leadership is it's an interesting thing. Mm. Um, leadership, whether in a professional organisation or even a non-profit, uh, does have its challenges, mm. so it's not an easy role uh, mm. and you know, my, uh, my much respect to all leaders out there for you know taking on challenges such as this, mm. uh, but taking on to the question on the organization itself, firstly just to qualify things, uh, I'm sure we've heard this before and just to be clear, Swami uh, does not need the organization, mm. uh, but it's necessary structure made available for our engagement and our participation also, of course, for our spiritual growth and evolution, as, it, uh, as you may call it. If it happens, it's Swami's will. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's Swami's will for it to happen. However, what's important though is how we receive it. How we consume, you know, uh, you know whether somebody uh, gossiping uh, at dinner. How do we digest that information? How do you react to it? Uh, and then uh, responding to it. Uh, that process, I think, is very important and uh, an opportunity for it to be a learning uh, opportunity. Right. So be, before we even worry about being an exemplary organization to the world mm. um, I think it's important for us to focus on being exemplary human beings right. uh, Meaning doing our very best to live up to the ideals that Swami has uh, prescribed uh, If I may say so right. um, And you know, I, I know we feel of all places are expected to get peace uh, here mm. But here also I'm getting the same politics or drama as you may call it or the types of individuals I already see at school or at work or at home. Really? So why here too? Yeah. So I guess the question to ponder then is, uh, is the anxiety and the uneasiness triggered from external factors? Is it from these leaders? Or is it internal factors uh, which translate this situation as unpleasant or unkind as we say?
0: Okay, so I get your point that you're saying a lot of it is our perception of how we do the situation and we should pause and evaluate our own issues and why we're being triggered. Um, is are we being oversensitive, etc. But mm-hmm. are there some situations where it's quite clear that there's something wrong, and mm-hmm. it's there's no real argument, mm-hmm. and in those situations, how do we deal with this frustration that the leaders are not exemplifying Swami's values?
1: Okay, um, so when we say it, you know. Uh, Sai values um, mm. are these perceptions of behaviors which you know we don't res- resonate because you know we mm. all come with our own uh, value systems and belief systems. Right. So is it these behaviors are they perceptions that they don't re- resonate with us,
2: mm. uh, or is this really
1: the truth? Uh, meaning mm. that they really don't conduct themselves in line with you know how a Sai sister or brother should lead.
2: Mm. Uh, so that,
1: that's a question we should ask, uh, mm. regardless of what the answer is. Right. It, it's not a case of us. Accepting or condoning such re- reactions or, or behavior. I'm not saying we should accept such behaviors, right. but it's important that you know to understand that such behavior may stem from a personal challenge or a battle that this lead, leader is facing.
2: Right.
1: So, what, what I'm trying to do here is first try and empathize with what this leader is, mm, is doing. Right. Because right. before we even deal with our emotions, is first try and empathize, maybe there's some challenge that this leader is going through. Right. These leaders are not perfect, they also have their own challenges right. and they have their own battles. Um, okay. Then. Then is to you know go on to understand, um, you know where they may be coming from.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I you know it's it's really important for us to try and connect to that. Uh, mm. You know, I remember one situation where uh, we we were dealing with a particular class where they were having a lot of uh, challenges. You know, the, you know the classes, the students were not enjoying, and you know somebody, uh, a leader from that class, uh, the teacher came and asked for help. Now, what we did was to have a one-to-one honest. Uh, you know, one to one with the with the students.
2: Right.
1: The teachers were worried. You know, what will happen out of this? Mm. Because you know, the students could speak bad for them. Even the students were very careful about saying it. But when we had this one to one situation, and we were able to you know air out you know their their feelings and their opinions, mm. um, then you know it it helped you know uh, address such things. So sometimes there are blind spots that leaders are missing. Mm-hmm. So l- let's not be afraid to address it. I know not everyone's open to it, mm. uh, but One thing is being uh, empathetic towards his leaders. The next thing is being brave enough to confront the situation. I think those are are important things to do.
0: We're all just travellers on a journey at the end of the day. And sometimes I think the world is also watching how we respond to these situations, right? So yes, the triggers might be occurring, right? These scenarios come up, but we also need to ask ourselves is at least our response to the trigger aligned with Swami's teachings because at the end of the day it works both ways right Um, so then i think the real issue is our expectations we expect leaders to be our role models and we idolize them so when Mm -hmm. they don't live up to that we are disappointed do you think that's a fair a fair assessment.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I agree, and and we must understand that leaders uh, just just like we covered earlier, you know, that leaders have their own battles, yeah. uh, and also it's it's a journey, right? Like you like you said, um, a leader today may over time, you know, they they may change their styles of leadership, meaning they could be improving for the better, um, and and so we start seeing that hey, you know, th- there's some positive change. There's something that I can learn from this leader, mm. but similarly, it may work the other way around. Somebody who we totally looked up to, somebody who we really respected and we tied our entire experience of Sai to suddenly they may disappoint us. Right. They may not disappoint the entire organization right. but they may disappoint us with their reaction or their words right. or their choice of and that's where we need to be careful that we need to always connect to Swami mm-hmm. uh, and not the leaders. The leaders exactly. are means or experiences in that right. and certainly it's important uh, but yes, we need to be cautious about tying our, uh, you know, our definitions of leadership to particular individuals.
2: Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So even if we okay decide to reflect uh, and temper our expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about how we can respond to these triggers. Okay. So Swami mm-hmm. has said that we should keep away from bad company. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that we should disengage from the organization or a center when our perception, in our minds, it feels like it's not conducive to our growth.
1: I've had this, you know, I've personally gone through this myself in, in, you know, that same question, which is, you know, I come here for peace and in this exact same place, you know, uh, I experienced this. Um, I I remember having this thought of, you know, is this even worth it to be in an organization, in this organization? Um, I, I was, I was a youth leader at some point. And, you know uh, during one of the, uh, the the parting you know when you're handing over your role, uh, I, I remember giving a speech you know, and thanking uh, all the other youths uh, who worked with me and helped me and I you know, said, you know if there's one thing that I'm thankful for is when the youth came together, we worked from the back and you know we certainly were anchor for the organization. Yeah. And you know the, the, uh, a senior leader took on the mic after that and said, yeah very good, but you know I hope in future the youth leaders don't work from the back, you'll also work in front. Uh, make my yourself, God. you know, useful and visible. Wow. Uh, and you know, for me, that really strike uh, st- struck me very much because in in my feeling, you know, I totally, you know, gave my heart, I gave my soul, and I really worked with a very strong group of youths uh, who really were, you know, giving their their heart and soul to the center. Right. So at that point, I was like, you know, is this even worth it? You know, you know, it, it wasn't just anyone, but it was a leader within the organization. It wasn't mm-hmm. fair. How could they say that?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: and and I had that feeling that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we go through the same thing at home. You know, we mm-hmm. have reactions at home as well. You know, our family can also hurt us in different ways. Mm-hmm. But we don't walk away as easily. I mean, there, I'm sure there are people who walk away from their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's. It, I think if we take down that path, um, we we we're, we're walking away from an opportunity again to learn to, from a learning opportunity. Right. Um, I, I think for me, what was important is that uh, I needed to find the peace in the situation. Right. Um, that was the first thing I needed to find as a first step, uh, to reflect. In, did I really not give my best? Was mm-hmm. there really something a shortfall? And and you shouldn't. Sometimes I feel. Sometimes we shouldn't talk to someone as much about this. And it needs to be self-reflective. Otherwise, right. we become. We get so much into the, justifying and trying right, to, right. you know, qualify, and then it becomes very emotional.
2: Right, right, now, right.
1: Um, if all of this does, does not work, and you know, if you have connected within. And mm-hmm. you have done your typical, you know, uh, ritual of checking with Swami, whatever that is, mm. and your conscience is clear. Then take the the steps that are necessary for you. But, right. Uh, my my first my, my first step would not be stepping away because I think um, the organization itself has a lot to offer us. Sometimes right. uh, those experiences may not be kind to us, mm-hmm. but there is something to teach us. Yeah. It means that there is still something within us if we're getting hurt there is still an opportunity there is still something for us to you know to right. consider um but i can't deny that sometimes walking away is what it takes mm. um you, you know sometimes th- th- there are certainly some people who they have evolved better when they've walked away
2: right. maybe that
1: walking away is taking a break reflecting and coming back they couldn't right. reflect you know right. sometimes that walking away is that they needed to go somewhere else and maybe there was a higher purpose for them to give to contribute and For yeah. them to benefit, um, so I, I can't give a clear yes or no answer, it's really depending on each one's um, what do you call it, uh, uh, journey.
2: You
0: know, when you pray to Swami for patience and equanimity, He isn't going to give you a spoonful of equanimity and a bowl full of patience, He's going Without. to give you opportunities to grow those qualities, right? So yes, that's right. that's what that resonates with what you were saying, yeah. So,
1: and and I, to, to sure. add on to that. It's, it's a safe playground. Uh, maybe I can say that, but I think it's a safe playground for us to be tested, to be challenged, and for us to come out uh, in whatever that's necessary for our journey.
0: You know, when I look back at my journey in the I organization, that began when I was um, just this SSE kid, um, and I see how much I've changed, and the mistakes I've made, and the people I may have unknowingly hurt along the way. But when I look at my friend circle now, they're mostly Sai friends, not so much my colleagues or uni mates, um, and I think that's because my Sai friends understand me at a deeper level and have tolerated my shortcomings and accepted me as I my personality evolved, and they grew with me. So it's a brilliant point that you've raised that it's such a safe place to become, you know the the best version of yourself yeah and as you're speaking i was reminded by something else swami said Uh, he once told his students that saint tukaram saint kabir and even einstein were surrounded by negative and rude people but swami said that they never allowed their senses to impede their spiritual progress and equanimity Instead, they were so grateful for the challenges because it compelled them to constantly remember God.
1: Yeah, and we've got to also recognize that, you know, as they say, to know that um, this is part of each dealer, it is part of what he feels is necessary for our transformation.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and not to be caught up uh, by the scenes uh, of, you know, the drama that's coming out. Uh, but to take a step back from that and try and understand what is the whole learning from here.
0: If we've decided, I want to use this as an opportunity for my growth, right? There's one school of thought that says, okay, just focus on the work. The work is so important. Do the seva and tune out the noise. Those are not important. But aren't the means of doing Swami's work just as important as the end? So it's not just about doing Swami's work. It's also about how we do it, right? So if we we don't accept the way certain work is being done, Mm By just staying and doing the work, are we condoning that?
1: Yeah. So, right. um, it's a tough question. I think mm. it's something that um, it, it's it's a very important question. It's a tough question, right. but it's something that I think um, we're all experiencing it at at some extent uh, right now.
2: Right. And
1: uh, yes, I think firstly, you know, before you know to to, to appreciate you know both sides or so all mm. parts, uh, as I may say, to any situation is, I think uh, as a general thing, I think. All the different individuals are coming from point of a good heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: think the intent uh, is, is is appropriate. You know, unity is certainly the keyword that's being used, uh, and I think the intent is right. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, the, the means of how it's happening, and you mm-hmm. know, the the back and forth, and you know, the the, the time that it's taken mm-hmm. is uh, is causing some level of you know um, uh, disunity, as mm-hmm. much as it may not be uh, intended.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think it goes on to you know uh, where do you where you do where do you truly connect to uh, mm-hmm. this getting you know we, it depends on our role uh, mm-hmm. sometimes at the highest level of leadership
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you do need to go through those necessary battles you do need to go through the process of explaining uh, addressing questions and you know it can be it can be draining uh, it can be very draining because you're trying to deal with various different uh, characters different kinds of uh questions which are and sometimes you don't even have all the answers right.
2: uh,
1: and you know as a leader you need to still uh, be Good up there
2: yep.
1: you still need to be able to deal with it yes um there is a level of you know are we condoning this or are we condoning that mm. uh, but i think what's important is that we need to be clear in our communication uh, we need to be unbiased and you know if we are saying something we need to be there needs to be a, a unity in you know what we're saying mm. you know the, the the unity in thought word and deed
0: but Ana, I apologize for harping on the condoning aspect of the issue um, because I remember Swami once explained to his students that when Draupadi was disrobed in the Mahabharata by the Kauravas, uh, it wasn't just the Kauravas who had sinned, Swami says. He said, those who watched or didn't object were also the sinners. And I quote Swami directly. He says, you are seeing, why don't you obstruct? If you think, why should I bother? Then you are also a sinner. And he ends the session by saying that if anyone commits a wrongdoing, we should teach them and that we should develop an attitude of brotherhood with one another and rectify each other's defects. And so he says it is for this reason that he set up all his institutions. So given that Swami has said this, how can I focus on the work if that also means I might be condoning views and behaviours that I disagree with?
1: Yeah. Yes, I think we need to say our piece, right.
2: um,
1: without, without doubt, I think we need to say our piece. Right. Um, but before saying your piece, I think we need to consider uh, enough information. I think right. in, in, in any situation, you need to consider uh, the information that's there, right. that's necessary. Uh, but after a certain extent of doing that, I think we need to then go back and connect to Swami on this. Yeah. Um, and from what I'm observing, I think different people are connecting in a different way. Mm. Um, maybe it's just that you know I mean we've, it's not the first time we're seeing such a split. Uh, we've seen it in the past. And uh, whether this is the last, I'm not sure. Um, at the end of the day, um, we need to understand that you know if it is happening under Swami's in Swami's organization, if it's if it's all happening, we need to also digest the fact that you know this is also Swami's leaders. This is also right. Swami's will. Right. Um, so yes, we need to say our part. we shouldn't keep quiet. We need to voice out whatever that's necessary. But we also need to catch ourselves. Are we continuing to, you know, dwelling on the same method again and again and again? Mm. That it is not just consuming our energy but it's also consuming the energy of people who need a break. Say your piece, do what's necessary and then let it go. I think the go is the part that we not um, that we we find it very hard. and, and let it go also needs to happen with leaders at any point. Right. Uh, sometimes we were very relevant, we were very important. But if we really want, and, and this very much is a question, you know, why are young people not coming up to leadership? Mm. Uh, and sometimes it's because we don't let go. Right. Because right. we are holding on so much and we are still continuing to find for that relevance. Mm. And that, you know, my ideas or my interpretation is the most important. Mm. Then we, we, we lose visibility of the bigger picture. Right. So I, without doubt, I agree. We need to communicate. We need to say what is necessary, right. but then we need to stop dwelling and we need to let go. Uh, right. And that's when we really will see Swami taking over.
0: Understood. I'm really glad that you brought up the point of, you know, saying our peace and voicing our concerns. Hmm. Um, can you give us some examples of how you did that how you balanced being respectful to our elders and now leaders who are usually you know older to us and also um, communicating what needs to be said
1: I, I think in you know uh, taking on the, when, when I was taking on the role of um, the national keynote role you know mm. the, it, it was going through a phase where uh, we were introducing new things. Um, where, you know, there was new content, there was new styles of doing things. Um, We were giving content, we were coming up with content at that point of time. Prior to that, um, you know, there was a mix of giving content, but we moved into giving structured content. And the challenge that uh, some of the teachers faced was, um, how do I take this content and, you know, pass it on to the students? Because Mm -hmm. the natural, the the traditional way of how I used to do things um, was a challenge. because you know it it, it was it was very easy to do this but now you come up with this kind of new content and i Mm. don't know how to take it forward Uh, and that's it that was a challenge because you know these were these were gurus who have been serving for so many years Mm. and Mm. being able to have that conversation with them to say you know um you need to understand your terrain and then they say but i don't understand what you're talking about you know how do you take this how do you find this relevance Mm. um it's a journey um what i realized you know the change did happen um we needed to try different ways of doing things mm-hmm. we needed to go on the ground there's a lot of coaching that needs to happen there's a mm-hmm. lot of hand holding that needs to happen
2: right
1: um and at some point um it does happen but you need to believe right. it, I, I i i myself been shot back uh, i've been told you know you don't understand you all understand it on a national level but you don't understand how it works on a state level or you don't right. understand how it happens on a center level it's a common question that you know it's a common statement that comes out uh, right. but i think those road shows those visits, those working together, those you know. Uh, okay, let's try this one lesson plan. Now, right. how would you do it? This right. is how I would do it. Right. Uh, and what do you think about it? And right. then we handhold them, and they realize that you're not here to, to change them. Right. You're not to tell them uh, you know you're not relevant. But I want to see if you cannot do this. Never mind. You have so much of experience. But right. what if I can find someone creative to sit with you? Yeah. And, right. you know, it's interesting today, you know, um, during the AGM, uh, Century AGM, mm-hmm. there's this new role, which is called a youth development.
2: Right. and
1: The new role that has been brought into the organization where the youth development is someone who sits to bridge the leadership together with the youth. And I think that is a very, very wow. role. That's uh, a step
0: in the right direction. Like we're moving forward. Right. The fact that we've identified. Uh, yeah.
1: That's right. And it bridges the good intent of the leaders to make sure that we have youth, but right. also being able to understand what are the motivations of these youth who want to come up.
2: Right. And
1: I think, you know, that's necessary. This mentor-mentee that we have heard, uh, you know, w- walking through the journey,
2: Right.
1: it takes effort. It takes effort, but I think that's what will really uh, be the difference uh, that's necessary.
0: Awesome example, Anna. I can't thank you enough for braving this uncharted territory with a whole lot of candor and balance as well. So, dear listeners, it's now time for your weekly dose of Prasadam pills that you can pop whenever you struggle with challenges in the organization. 1. Swami has said that those who have wronged will not be destroyed. Instead, they will be reformed and educated in His own time and way. 2. This organization and its members are just like any other organization, the only difference being that its objective is for each of us to realize our divinity. So it's our responsibility to ensure our response to these situations exemplifies Swami's values of empathy, love and equanimity. 3. Place our expectations on Swami, who is the ultimate role model everyone else are equal travelers bringing us closer to him 4 when deciding if the environment is no longer conducive to our growth we can ask if this situation is bringing me closer or further from sai is my seva still pure or do i need a break as it is tainted with ill feelings 5 swami warns us not to condone adharma We must advocate for what is right, but then surrender the outcome to him. Next on Inside Scoop, we discuss if we have any control over life and why surrendering is so difficult. Until next Friday, happy scooping!